0: Hey guys, how's it going? Colin here from the WHOA GNV Podcast. Look, I just wanted to kinda jump into this episode and uh, lay out a vision for the future, if I may. Um, When I started this podcast, I mean, it's crazy to think that it's been over three years. Uh, We're on episode 172. Uh, I can't believe that we've done 172 weeks of this, plus a bunch of coronavirus sessions and a bunch of other iterations throughout the process. It's, it's been, uh, it's been amazing. This is the only way I can describe it. Uh, I love this community. I love everything about this community. And, uh, you know, that's why I did it, right? I jumped into this podcast because I wanted to really contribute to building up this community. Um, Now, obviously, since we've started this podcast, there's definitely been a lot of uh, changes in the business climate, not only the business climate, but just the community climate, right? We've been through a lot. There's been a lot of obstacles and decisions that business leaders never thought they'd have to face, uh, myself included, that we have had to face. Uh, Obviously, things with COVID, the pandemic, uh, you know, just... That, that was one of the biggest challenges, the biggest challenge I've ever had to go through as a business owner for sure. Um, recently, I feel like God has really put it on my heart to just get out of my comfort zone and navigate some tough conversations. If you're a believer like I am, we are called in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven 37 through 39 to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment and the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. My goal is to do exactly that. Um, Too many people, I feel like, have gotten this digital courage within the Facebook comments uh, or social media comments in general. They just have this digital courage and, and there's just so much... There's just so much hate and so much bashing uh, in these comments, and my goal is to really say, "Hey, look, let's let's get out of this climate, this very polarizing climate. Like, let's get out of that, and let's get to know our neighbors again. Like, let's start to like focus on building community and contributing to a greater vision for for Gainesville. Um, <clears throat> we may not always agree." (laughs) And that's what's so great, right? Is that we live in the United States of America and that is okay. We don't have to agree, but we can still love one another. And I'm going to do everything that I can to really get us back to that place. So here's what you can expect moving forward. You can expect more in-depth conversations about the topics that are important to you and to this community, Uh, I believe that you're going to see an evolution in this podcast, and I hope that it will bring significant impact to Gainesville. Um, I always tell people that there's two words that describe my life personally. One is surrender, which is giving it all to God, giving it all to Jesus and saying, Lord, take it and do your will, like work through me. And the other is freedom. Freedom is something that I absolutely cherish and and I and I'll be honest. Like I get worried, I get scared when I see some of the things that are happening in our country, uh, and and I think, man, like are we slowly losing our freedom and are we as a nation, as a people, okay with that? That's what we're here to find out. We're, are we gonna still have conversations with business leaders and business owners and have uh, some really cool things happening? We got some snakes coming on the show very soon. So, <laughs> I mean, there's gonna be a lot of really cool things that are still happening. We're still gonna have those discussions. We're still gonna get to meet awesome business owners, but I'm also going to push myself to get outside of my comfort zone and have the conversations that just make me uncomfortable, the ones that, in a way, I've kind of avoided through this pandemic uh, in order to, like I said, get to know our neighbors and, and really build Gainesville. If I can just get everybody to, like, you know, to respect one another and, and love one another, then then great, you know? It's, uh, there's a lot of things involved, right? A lot of politics. I've, I've thought, I've sat here and questioned, man, like, what if, I, what if I say something that's one way? Like will, will somebody not buy a scooter from me because they know of my ap- political affiliation? I don't know, I guess that's a risk that I'm willing to take um, simply because, I, and, and really I'm gonna try to like stay down the middle. In fact, I, I feel like I am down the middle in a lot of different things. That's certainly a risk that I'm willing to take and I mean that's pretty much it. So what I would say is that if you live in the area, or if you have something that you feel should be talked about, I invite you to, uh, to reach out to me. We're giving you a platform. We're giving you the opportunity to have real conversations, much like the one that I think we're about to have today. <laughs> Today on the show, we have Bubba Ennis, Lieutenant Paramedic with Gainesville Professional Firefighters. Bubba is in his 26th year as a firefighter and has also been teaching at the Florida State Fire College in Ocala for the last 14 years. Bubba, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Colin. appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I'm excited to jump into this. I'm I'm a little nervous. (laughs) I'll be honest. Uh, But like I said, you know, like, I want to get outside of my comfort zone a little bit on this. Um, You know... We're Facebook friends. I saw some stuff yeah. that you were posting really related to vaccine mandates, mm-hmm. right? And really right. Uh, being opposed to vaccine mandates. And and so I kind of just wanted to dive into this. I, you know, I, I want to hear your story. I want to hear your perspective. And, and then I'll just ask some questions from there. So, you know,
1: why is this so important to you? Um. Well, for, for, uh, for me personally, um, the, the reason that you know, I felt the way, I, as strongly as I did, um, was the way that it was brought about. Uh, one, thi- one, way, one reason was it was, there was no warning, there was no, hey, heads up. There was no, hey, let's talk about this or anything like that. It was just one day they had a, uh, the city had a meeting and um, without discussing anything with our union or anything like that, they just came out with, hey, you now have to get vaccinated or fired, just you know, out of the blue. Um, and for us, that's uh, that's a, that's a huge. And that was for all city employees, but that, that was kind of you know step number one that we kind of have a problem with, was was hey, this is something that really should be discussed, um, and it wasn't. It was just a unilateral move uh, without any discussion. Um, so once that come, come down, we're like, okay, well, obviously they're going to sit down and, and, and talk to us about this, um, and and that was that was the the first part that, that we had a problem with. Uh, so when the unions came to them and said, hey, this is something that changes, you know, um, that's, it's, a, it's a, a pretty much a, a spot that has to be bargained because you're now changing the conditions of my employment. Um, and we have guys that, uh, you know, guys and girls that have been with us for, you know, at that point, you know, we have people that are 20 years, about to retire, um, you know, in their, you know, low 20s, mid 20s and, and brand new. And here it is, they're about to come to the end of their career and collect their retirement. And now, all of a sudden, just out of the blue, you put this this on them to where they have to make this decision. Um, so that was that was kind of the the big thing that we had about it. Um, once we did, you know, come to them and say, "Hey, well, let's let's discuss this." Uh, there there wasn't any any movement on it. Um, there was no discussion to be had, and uh, that was the part where it's like, "All right, now we're infringing on on uh, on benefits and on on rights at that point." Um, and for me, when it comes to, when it comes to rights, uh, I, I feel uh, I, you know, everybody has their own different look at it. Uh, for me, the rights that we have in this country were based off of the rights that God gave us as human beings, and that's what I hold dear. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why us as America, uh, we as Americans we really hold that, that something that's something to be true uh, just for the plain fact that it, it wasn't something that was given to us by a government so it's not something they can take away um, it was given to us by God and by his grace is why we have those rights um, so whenever it comes to, to things like that uh, I find it hard uh, whenever governments want to step in and, and cr- try to take that charge at least without you know some kind of democracy to it um, and so we, you know, we had we had a, a, a push with that, and um, you know, we started working working that avenue, and uh, it just uh, it, it seemed like it was it was going to be a hard fight, hard fight ahead, um, and we had to go through. Uh, my you know, and my father worked for for uh, Gainesville Fire Rescue, and uh, you know, they, they always say that you know every generation kind of has its has its uh, its battle. Um, and I believe that this one, this this was ours, um, and that's something that that you know I felt strongly about, and I felt like this was the the hill that you know you go and you die on. You pick up the flag and you charge the hill, and either people are going to turn around and come with you or they're not, uh, but either way, I was willing to, to step on that hill and stand up there and, and hold to what I believe uh, was to be true, and uh, and that that was just that was the the status I took.
0: So, I feel like it was early September. Like, when did this really start going down in terms of, like, the whole, it was you know, mandate? It
1: was August. It, was, it really is that early yeah. on? Yeah. It was, it was late August, and it was, uh, like I said, it was a meeting that we didn't know that this thing was coming up, and all of a sudden, boom. It just it, How were you guys notified? Uh, we received an email with the, with the uh, mandate in it. And it that said you had to receive
0: the first injection, second injection mm-hmm. by X date, otherwise Correct. you face the you face being terminated. Like what did yeah, this it was email? Progressive
1: say? progressive discipline. Which, you know, but if you go by the progressive discipline, then it'd been a suspension and then termination after that.
0: So I mean
1: I think a lot of people are just saying, okay, well why not just get the vaccine? And and I get that. And we have um, we I, I think I'm not 100% sure but I believe our even our department itself I think is somewhere in a 70 range 70% that are already vaccinated voluntarily when when the vaccine first came out we were giving them out um, and so we we had first shot to be able to get some and uh you know people that wanted them you know took them now that, that's their choice and that's that's fine I couldn't even tell you who in my department has a vaccine and doesn't have the vaccine like that's how how often we don't talk about that amongst ourselves um, we're we're a family and uh you know it's is something that it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me whether you're vaxxed or whether I'm vaxxed, none of, none, none, of, none of that matters. Um, that's just like one of the things that I, that I posted during that time was, uh, you know, I went to a pin job and nowhere, and it was is a, a vehicle extrication. And so we're extricating somebody out of a vehicle who's in need and nowhere in that exchange of us, you know, getting them out of the vehicle, removing the vehicle from around them, um, did they ask if I was vaccinated? Nor did I ask them if they were, um, because that's not that's not the point, right then. Um, and so, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yeah. You're, there, you're
0: there to help them. You're
1: there, right. You're
0: there to save their life, right? right? right. Yeah, that's that's like, that's
1: not that's not my worry. Um, our job is, is inherently dangerous. Every piece of equipment we have says that our job is inherently dangerous. Life itself is inherently dangerous. Um, you know, so we take risk every single day. Every single day, you wake up and you walk outside, you take risk. Um, In our job, we add to that risk every single day. Uh, We've been responding uh, in this chaos ever since since it started. Um, We've responded in the chaos of of every uh, sickness, disease, breakout, uh, natural disaster, whatever you wanna call it and whatever you wanna name it. Uh, Things that happen every single day, we're there. Um, And we don't shy away from that or step away from that. Uh, So there's never never nothing that that stops us from, from being able to do our job. So we have fire equipment that protects us and fire stuff when we need it. We have emergency medical equipment that we wear to be able to protect us from diseases and things like that. So you know we know how to don and doff this stuff. Uh, we know how to properly wear it. We know how to keep ourselves stay safe. Um, and we also know what's, what's there, uh, um, whenever we make that area and what that risk is. And, and we're always gonna take that risk. I mean, that's, that's what we do. When we put our right hand up, it was to save lives and property. It wasn't to protect myself first and then protect somebody else. It was to take care of others first, uh, even if that meant the demise of mine. And uh, I had you know, never had any problem with that. And uh, most people that do this job don't either. You, know, you said something that just made me think,
0: you know, going back a year ago. You know, everybody was like praising first responders. It was like, "Oh, you guys, you guys are the heroes, you know, the doctors, the nurses, the firefighters." Right. I mean, I, I mean everybody. Everybody's on the front lines. You guys are the heroes. And it feels like that narrative has definitely changed a lot. It's like it, yep. it, it's almost like we I, I don't want to say like they're being thrown aside, but I mean it's like it's like you were you were the heroes a year ago, but right. now because you choose not to get vaccinated, it's like, "Oh, we're we're done with you." Right. Right. I mean that that's the that's my perception. I mean, yes. is that your perception? What yeah. like what do you see? That's I mean, because this has been like this has been a thing. Like I'm like I'm mm-hmm. seeing videos from police stations from like I mean all across the country where people are doing like I, I saw police officers last night like in their cars doing their final sign offs mm-hmm. because they refused to get vaccinated, right? And they're giving their final
1: sign off. I mean, when you see this stuff happening across the country, like what's going through your mind? Um, well, I mean the the first thing is is that one I'm i'm uh the first thing i think is how, how proud i am of, of our brothers and sisters in our local union 2157 that you know us along with some other employees from uh, other companies that we stood up together um and voiced our voiced our opinion stood up for our rights and uh and our, our commission you know decided to to change that and have a discussion with us and um and that's 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 great so we're actually moving in in the right direction and so that that's a that's a good thing that we were actually able to make a stand and actually get our voices heard. So, is it going to stop? I mean, is, for like, for are they... us, I mean, we we don't know. We're in the negotiation phase of that, um, of where that stands. Um, but as far as everybody else and everything that's going on out there, like I see, th- I see that, and you know, I I I, I hurt for those people um, because it's it's kind of like to me, when you watch some of these other constitutional movies, you know, and you see where somebody's getting their rights taken away and you're just, you're, you're hoping for them and, and you know, you're with them, feels like you're there with them the whole time in a movie, you know, you want the right thing to happen. Um, and then sometimes it just doesn't, you know, and um, you know, and it, and it depends on what, what they're what they're trying to do. I mean, some some people, like I said, they, uh, some people, if you even talk about it, they they, they leave and that's, that's what they can, you know, that's their right and that's what they can do. Um, some people are being forced out. Um, I don't believe it's right I just I don't I don't think it's right if you're in this country and you're an American citizen um, if you're a human being uh, for somebody to to dictate to you of uh, what you're going to put in your body when you're at a, at a position that you can actually make that choice um, some people say oh well what about the the vaccines when you're a kid well I, di- I didn't make that choice Yeah, you know, my parents made that for me um, that's that was that was their thing I obviously was not at an age where I can make that choice I'm at that age now and I'm an adult now and I get to choose as well as for my kids uh, what I think is in their best interest and in what's in mine. Um, even when we go to patients in the medical world, uh, in the fire world, the EMS world, we still like we still have very fine lines that we can treat somebody uh, depending on how they feel. As mm-hmm. long as they're a right mount sim, uh, body body sound of mind, then we can. You know, we can't just kidnap somebody. We, I can't just be like, hey, listen, I think you should go to the hospital, so you're going. That's not the way it works. If they say no and they know everything that's going on, and they they understand the risk and they they don't want to go, I can't force them to go. So what makes this any any different? Um, but for for us, it's, it's like I said, it's not. You you can take the vaccine out, and you can put anything you want into. That, that spot. You can change, you can put anything you want there, be like, you have to do this or you're fired. Either way, without going through our bargaining unit, that's a change in my, my, my conditions of employment. And that's, that has to be bargained. Because um, when I signed a contract, that wasn't what was it. And we redo contracts every three years when we go through renegotiations. So, you know, when you, whenever you, you change something like that, um, it, you know, where, where does it stop at that point? You know, um, they can come out and say, somebody can come out and say, hey, I hear that firefighters have a, uh, a 80% higher chance of uh, having a high blood pressure, which we do. And they're like, oh, well, there's a, a new blood pressure medicine out that's gonna say that your blood pressure won't go high. We just want everybody just to take it. Whether you got high blood pressure or not, we want you to take it just in case you ever do get it. Well, I, I, maybe I don't want that. You know what I mean? So it's at what point does, does it stop if we allow this? Um, and we don't want that to grow. Um, so it's like I said, that's it's, you found yourself at that hill, to where, you know, when you start looking at at where this could lead, then yeah, you, know, you had to you had to head to the top. Where do you think it can lead? Like I said, at at, at that point, once you once you allow something like that, I mean, they can put anything down on you. Yeah, I mean, they can say that they fear of anything and start making decisions based off of that, which is a lot of what I feel happens a lot nowadays anyway. And we all know that fear is, is the worst place to make a decision in. Um, whenever you're in fear, we usually make make pretty bad decisions unless it's something you're trained to do. Um, so usually decisions in fear are not, are not gonna be, be very positive. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've heard the term you know, and, and I've said this before, I'm not anti vaccine. I'm anti vaccine
1: uh, mandate. Yeah. Same same <laughs> for me. Same for me. I, I'm not anti vaccine. I, I, I believe in a lot of vaccines. Um, I've got my children the, the vaccines I feel they need. Um, but at the same time, I also felt, uh, along with my wife, that, you know, hey, we don't want to go to the doctor's office and they're like, hey, we're going to do six shots today. No, we're not. We're going to do one. And then a couple months later, we'll do another. And then and so on. We'll spread them out um, because we believe. That there's enough out there for us to make us question enough that hey maybe it's not good to pile this stuff on maybe it is good to separate it out and that's just what we want for our child you know and that's there's nothing wrong with that that's the American way we can do what do as we please how we want to move um, so you know there's it's the same the same thing I'm I'm not saying that I'm not ever going to get this vaccine um, I just had to look at for me you know personally um, one the a part of changing my condition, my condition of appointment, uh, taking somebody who's been here the whole entire time doing this, sacrificing everything, being away from his family a lot. The overtime was insane at that point. Um, And everybody, you know, was working their tail off. And uh, everybody's sacrificing time away from families. And we were doing the protocols that we, we had in place to do and uh, they were working fine. And at that point, nobody said that we were going out killing people. Uh, Once, once all of a sudden this vaccine push came, then all of a sudden it was if you're not vaccinated, now you're now you're you're out there killing people. And um, that's, that's that, how that much was just did that affect?
0: How much did that affect your decision to not get vaccinated?
1: It, that, that made it worse, now, especially for a lot of other people. Um, I, th-
0: I think that was like one of the big keys there. Cause yep. I know a lot of people who are kinda on Border. the fence, right, they're kinda yep. on the fence, and then, uh, you know, they're, they're doing they're doing research they're talking to people within their circle they're talking to their doctor they're trying to get information right and then all of a sudden you start hearing about like mandating it across the country and you hear That's about it. or does it and it was it was almost like whoa 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 right it's like are we gonna like we're we gonna let, like it was it was almost like everything just shifted yep. to where it was like, people feel like they're being bullied now. They're being told what they have to do. Right. And there's just a rebellious nature. And a lot of us were just like, yes. whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. You're not gonna tell me what right. I have to do. Right. That's the American and, way. Yeah. And, and I think that that led to where we're at today. I mean, it, yep. was, it felt like we were just being bullied
1: yeah and there, there was a there was there's a lot there was people people that felt that way um even all the people that we have in the department and in the city that i know of that were vaccinated um uh, they they stood behind the same thing you know, hey i believe in the vaccine i got vaccinated um but i don't believe in the mandate Yeah, you know, nobody should get fired and lose their job and their employment and everything else because of it um and you know, it kind of for like I said, for me, it started with the rights thing, and then you know, the, the second part comes down to to, uh, to effectiveness and what what are what are we what are we doing this for? Like, what are we trying to get out of this? Um, and that was the part to where you know, for me personally, I'm like, all right, well, that, that, that gets a little hazy because if you're telling me that I'm getting it. That you know, I need to have it for my own personal safety because it helps me if I get it and my symptoms go away or, or not be as bad. Um, then that's fine. I get it. Thank you for the for your concern, but that's still my choice. Just like any other medicine that I take out there, right? Yeah, so why is the push so hard? I don't. I don't know. I I couldn't. I can't answer. I don't. Th- I don't know. If, uh, somebody knows, but I don't know what what that answer is. But uh, you know, it, it's. Like, I feel like know, it's gotten so far
0: beyond being a vaccine and being something that helps people to
1: now just being com- something that's completely political. Yeah, it feels that way. It feels that way. I mean, I'm sure there's a, you know, at some point something's gonna come out to where, you know, maybe we, you know there are other ones that are supposed to be made. Maybe there's one that actually stops you from getting it, stops you from spreading it. The question that I keep going to people with, I'm like, if you're vaccinated,
0: why are you afraid of me if I'm not?
1: Right. Well, why am I? Why am I, I mean, why why am I afraid like, of you either like, way?
0: You know. And so, it, it, for me, it's like a lack of faith in the vaccine because mm. if I'm vaccinated, you shouldn't. If, if it works, if it does right. its job, you shouldn't get sick. If right. I had COVID, right? Yeah. But what we've discovered is that, and maybe, and maybe this is maybe this is the fact. Like, I don't know. But like, one, if you have COVID, this is the other thing. Like, if you have COVID, or I mean, if you have the vaccine you can still get COVID and you can still spread it. Those things are
1: facts now. Mm -hmm. Like that's not anything that we're. Yeah, the only thing I've heard, uh, the only other other argument I heard to that is uh, is your your chances of getting it are less and your chances of spreading it are less. um, That's like I said, that's one side to tell you that, one side to tell you it doesn't matter either way. Um, But either way, at the end of that argument is still, you can still get it and you can still spread it. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's when I got back to the point of, well, what, I'm, I'm here to, to protect the community. And um, yeah, I put my life on line to do it every single day, been doing it for a long time. Um, and that's a, a, a passion in a way I'm made. Um, you know, most most firefighters, we're, we're, not, we're not firefighters when, just when we're at work. We're, we're that all the time. Right. Um, that's always on my mind. It's always what we're doing, always what we're thinking. Uh, every move we make is a capacity of that. And when it comes to uh, you know protecting the community, if, if you tell me, hey, this vaccine right here is 100 percent you will not get it, which means 100 percent you will not spread it to somebody you're going to, you 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 got me. You, you I'll I'll go get the vaccine. That's I got no problem at all with that because now I'm doing something that I swore I that I'd do to protect. But if I'm not gonna if that's not gonna be the case, then me personally, I don't, I don't wanna put something into my system that I'm not 100% comfortable with yet. And it doesn't matter that, hey, this person took it and everything was fine, or hey, this person took it and they had a bad reaction, no, none of that matters. Uh, because when it all comes down to it, everybody likes to say we're all equal, or not. We're not all equal, right? That's a beautiful thing that God did with us. We're all, we're all one just with him. We're all unique, we all have different things, we react differently to different things. Nobody's the exact same. Um, the only thing that we should have is equal rights. You yeah, know, we're not equal people. Um, some people are mean, some people are nice. You know, there's, there's nothing about us that, that's always gonna be the exact same. So, you know, and I, I, so I get it, and I, I love the, the percentage arguments and, you know, debates of, of things like that, but when it comes down to it, you can have all the debates you want, but it comes down to you and, and what matters to you. Because somebody says, oh, well, only one out of one million or so, let's say, dies from something. Well, that doesn't seem like a big deal unless you're the one, right? If I'm the one, that's a big deal. That affects right. my wife, that affects my kids. So so yeah, I gotta make that decision on both sides of the fence. Do I wanna be the one that has the reaction or I wanna be the one that gets the virus and, and dies from it, you know, from some other complication or something? So I have to weigh that personally. Um, it's not for somebody else sitting, sitting behind somewhere to tell me. Um, the other problem I have that I had personally was I had people that 28 years old you know and worked themselves into you know a political position um, you know telling me a uh, 44 year old male who spent 26 years at the fire service second generation uh, my mother's been an disease nurse disease nurse for, th- disease nurse for th- over 30 years um, you know and they're going to tell me what what they think is medically best for me and I don't but I, I don't know um, I have a hard time swallowing that pill you know, if anybody wants to know what's gonna happen in my realm, then they come and ask me. You know, because I'm gonna make my own medical judgments because I'm the subject med expert, expert to me. And uh, you know, that's, so I, I had a hard time with that too. You know, um, this is, these are decisions that I make all the time. So uh, to me, this is, this is nothing new.
0: As I absorb everything that you've just said, right? Like one of the things that stuck out to me was, <clears throat> for me, I'm like, I'm big. Actually, I posted on Facebook today. I said something about like redefining your definition of success. Like, try having success equal peace. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm a big proponent of like right now, like everything in my life, even though there's a lot of chaos out in the world, like I've been very calm, cool, collective, and just at peace. You know, and I know that has a lot to do with my faith, and Mm -hmm. you know, being in the Word every single day, and and you know, that has certainly helped. And my perspective is very much the same as I'm like: if you're at peace by getting the vaccine, Mm -hmm. then you should get it. Yes. If you're at peace by not getting the vaccine, then you should not get it. And and that's just where that's just where I'm at personally. Like I'm I'm very much like be at be at peace, Right. (laughs) right? Um. So I mean, now I mean, do you know anybody like in your circle, or like, do you know anybody who is like pro mandate that that's like, no, we should absolutely mandate this across the board? Do you know anybody? Um, like, have you had a conversation?
1: I'm kind of curious, I, as, like, if I, you had- I haven't had a conversation with 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 somebody, I I, I know I know of a couple people. Okay. Um, I personally have had that conversation with them because, you know. You have or haven't? I haven't. Okay. Because, you know, that's, like I said, I, I respect uh, I respect their opinion just as much as I respect somebody respect mine. Um, and, you know, they can have it. And, and that's that's fine. If they feel that way about it, that's that's fine. Because um, I, I, I'm, I'm like you, man. I, I, I find peace in, in, in God and, um, you know, my family and my job. Uh, there are the three things that, you know, if everybody leaves me alone, let keep me in peace with that, and nothing, nothing disrupts that, then I'm, I'm, I'm the happiest man alive. Uh, you try to distort any one of those, then I have a problem, um, because now you're, you're messing with the way, the way that my life runs. Um, and, you know, with, with this, um, you know, with the whole pandemic, you know, I'm, I'm like you. I leave everything to God, and, and you know, um, I just continue to pray to Him every day and ask, ask for that guidance. Um, same thing with my family, uh, and me and my wife are on the same page with that. and That's something that w- that we've done through this whole entire thing. Um, I pray for my kids every single day. You know, I d- I pray for my kids' health every single day since the day they were born. You know, whether it was you know before this pandemic, I just didn't, I don't want them to have the flu. I don't want them to have anything. There was two days out of the year, all right, especially at the very beginning, was the only time that I just said, "Hey." I get it. They're going to get sick. Let's just not make it too bad. And that was the first day of school every single time until we got immunity built up, because um, you know how them are going to be. You know they're going to come home snotty noses, coughs. You know, and that's just that's that's the immunity build part. And you know that's going to happen. Uh, but after that, no, nobody wants wants to see anything bad happen to their family or kids. So you know we, pr- we pray about that all the time. And uh, that that is where you know in this whole thing when it's when it all started to happen. Uh, that was the gut, one of the gut-wrenching parts for me is I was faced with the job that I love and the, the person I am because of it and losing that. Um, the biggest fear I had was if I do go on that hit, do go on that hill and I lose this, then who am I without the fire service? Because I, I don't know who Bob Ennis is without the fire service. Mm. I, I don't know who that guy is. Um, so that's a scary future to look at. Um, so I thought to myself, "Hey, well, you know what? Push comes to shove, you go and get it." But every time I would say that to myself, my stomach would turn, and I would get nauseous. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was the Lord saying, "That's that's, hey, you're you're not comfortable. Don't do this." Um, and that was interrupting the peace that you're talking about. You know, it, I wasn't at peace with thinking about getting that shot. Um, I was at peace when I thought about, "Hey, I'm just not going to do it." It's because your like your hand would be it'd be forced at that right. point. Yeah, I mean, so, I've
0: seen people like on video that are getting the shot, and they're like literally holding a sign saying that the only reason that they're that they're doing it, they're like recording themselves, and they're saying the only reason that they're doing this is so that they can keep their livelihood.
1: Right, that's, and that's crazy to me. That is, that is. It's a, it's a that's it's a weird.
0: I mean, that's the, a weird time. It's get a, a shot feeling. or
1: provide for your family. Right. Right, That's a weird feeling and people bring up a you know um, well you submitted to a, a background check and a drug test whenever you come out well, that's pre-employment for one um, so I wasn't employed at that point. Um, so that's an option but even even background checks, you still have to consent to one of those you know um, so you know, there, there this was there was no consent to any of this. this was you will and uh, you know uh, when you look at the way anything is written, the, the words you will in in any kind of contract or anything are are, you, are usually pretty knife cutting words you know because you can't you can't go against that and um, you know so i i'm am a big believer in words matter and uh, you know the way the way you say them and the way you use them matters and so uh, I, I don't like it when people use certain words and they well that's not what i meant or that's not what i was trying to say well i i can't i have to hold you to what the words you actually said because that's the only thing that's gonna matter if anything comes push to shove. So, um, you know, when it comes to, when it came to that, that's, that's where it was at is, you know, the the terminology in it. Uh, whenever they put this out, the the part of the mandate was also that you couldn't, no employee could leave the city of Gainesville or Alachua County mm-hmm. um, on, on official business without being fully vaccinated. Well, the... Uh, the building collapse um, happened, but down um, in Miami, or no that that building class before that. Yep, yeah, we were at the building class before, before the mandate. We were at the building collapse, uh, the first time in history that all uh, Florida USAR teams were on the same site at one time. First time ever in history, right? Eight teams, eight USAR teams, all there at the same time. It's Never happened before. Uh, we spent uh, a little over seven days there. Um, I mean, like I said, with Teams from all over the state, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder, crawling through rubble, uh, you know, sleeping quarters, very, very close. Um, Then we had uh, FEMA teams coming in from Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, Virginia, all these other places. And not once did anybody mention COVID, not once was there a COVID test or any of that until one day, one day when, uh, when the president was coming in. Um, that morning, they actually pulled us off, searching on the pile to make us go get tested for, for, that, for that one day. When the president was coming. Yep, and that was, that was the only day that it mattered. And we had already been there, I think five days at that point anyway. Um, so what goes through your mind when that happens? Uh, I mean, now you're, you're, you're stopping me from doing my mission right now for something that, that if it didn't matter four days ago, it doesn't matter now. Um, and you know, we've all, we've all been around each other, working you know, 12, 13 hour shifts, um, you know as hard as we can uh, this' is probably some of the hardest work I've ever done especially in a short period of time and uh, and now all of a sudden you're actually getting pulled off of that mission uh, to go go and waste an hour or two to, to, to do that um, you know so it's it's the you know the when and where like I said becomes a problem to where you start looking at well, well what what are we trying to do um, I'm all about moving forward I'm all about you know, Doing, doing what's right, I'm all about being doing the safest thing. Um, but things, things still have to have a reason and a purpose. You know, uh, you know um, passion is good, but focused passion is better. Blind passion is, is probably gonna lead us into a place where we're not making good decisions um, because we're basing that decision strictly off of, of just straight passion without listening to, to other things. Um, so I believe it has to be focused. And uh, you know, I, f- I feel like we lose that sometimes. Um, and you know, it's it's uh, it's one of them deals where you know, I'm, I'm glad that at least at least we are on on the the front side of this now. Um, and and hopefully moving forward, you know, I'm I'm good for taking appropriate measures. You know, I'm looking for symptomatic yeah. things. You know, testing. All that kind of stuff. That's perfectly fine. Um, you know, we do that kind of stuff beforehand with flu and stuff like that. Somebody calls in and says they're sick, or they all of a sudden start feeling sick at work, if they're running the temperature, we send them home. You know, everybody else goes get checked. I mean, they, but this is stuff that we've done before this. Um, so you know, I always felt like we were always in a good position to do that. There's no reason to 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 come come at us with the, the mandate. Um, and like I said, it was it was there was just a lot of things. Um, systematically and um the way they did did they, they try to introduce it was just was wrong was wrong it it made you feel blindsided and nobody cared about you you know and uh and for somebody who who given it all for for something and then all of a sudden somebody does that to you, you you don't you don't feel like you know they care about you anymore and that's that that kills morale that hurts morale pretty bad yeah it's got to be
0: super sinking feeling you know Yep this has been good, so I'm trying to find i I'm actually trying to find some organizations and just people who are like pro mandate <laughs> uh, because i want I want to have the other conversation I want to hear right. the other side you know um so you know with this f- push from the federal government to have organizations like require vaccinations for their employees you know in in private entities right mm-hmm. like what would you say to those private entities like what what would your adv- advice be or what would your advice be to the to the people who are kind of in your shoes just you know at a private company
1: uh they they got to they got to do what's what's good for them um the first thing i tell them to do is pray about it um that's that's always always the best thing to do and uh you know outside of that you you got to do what's good for you um and everybody has to and I feel like if everybody does that, if everybody will go back to, 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 to worrying worry about themselves, worry about their relationship with the Lord and, and their relationship with their families, uh, our relationship as communities, and if, and if we just, we do what, what we feel is good for you and, let, and give that person respect for that, you know, and, and let people just be themselves, um, you'll, you, you'll find that, that most, most things are, are going to go, you know, good. It's a scary thing, it's a touchy thing right now, and uh, that's only because I, I feel like uh, it's been allowed to get that way. It's been allowed to, to blow up into a, a weapon, so to speak, that some people like to say, but it doesn't have to be. You know, it, it really doesn't have to be. Because, you know, this is the one where everybody says there's always two sides of the fence. And, and this is one where there truly is, there truly is. Uh, there truly is people dying from, from this. You know, that, that happens, yes, that happens. But there's also 99% of people that are not. Um, so, you got to feel of, of which one feels feels better for you. You know, um, everybody has an instinct, and it's either going to be fight or flight. Um, and you're not taught that. That's just that's what you're born with. Um, if you want to change it, you can you can learn how to do that. There's there's ways to learn how to how to change your 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 response. Um, which is something that we do. You know, we, we change, we have people that, you know, not everybody's a fighter, you know? Some people, their first, first reaction is to run back, take analyze and then start making decisions from there. Um, and we, we got ways that we try to change that for people. Um, because in our jobs, we can't, we can't run back. You know, we have to, we have to be foot forward. So it's, uh, we gotta make decisions while we move. And that's kind of what, what, what this is. And uh, you know, you gotta, you know, where, where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself in the 99 or do you see yourself in the one? and wherever you see yourself is, is the one that matters. Because if, if 99 people get the vaccine and none of them have a problem, and I'm the 100 one, and let's say I, I'm one of the rare rare cases and that they say, and I have some kind of heart condition come out of it, some kind of market, market artist or something come out of it, to where I can no longer function in my job. Well, to the matter 99 people, they're all gonna like, They'll, they'll have sympathy for me right they'll be like oh that, that really sucks man that's horrible for you um, but I have to live with it I lose my job I lose the only thing I know um, you know I mean what, what does that do for me and my family um, you know so it's it's like you can't look at it as you can't push people off to be like hey that that hardly ever happens but that that if, if it happens to that person it means something right because they're they're the hundred percent so to speak because for them that's all they know you know Same thing when it's you know if you look at it with chances of rain oh it's five percent chance of rain well somebody in that five percent it's a hundred percent chance of rain for them that day (laughs) right because they're they're in the five percent you know Um, but nobody else that didn't get the rain doesn't complain about that Um, so you know they don't force people to run around with umbrellas even though it's not raining so it's one of them deals where it's just like you know let's let 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 people be on their own let people make decisions for themselves Uh, the ones who can't. Whoever's in charge of that will make the best informed decision they can for them. Um, but I think if we do that, we'll, we'll be able to, to talk to each other more. Uh, if we can respect each other's decision and where they are and uh, meet, meet people where they're at. Uh, Stop trying to pull people, tug of war one side or the other. Do you
0: think that we'll be able to get people outside of social media having discussions about this again? Man, who I I you know, it's it, it, I I get on social media and I used to be like so pro social media, I I, like, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was my livelihood. Like, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And then, man, last year and a half, I've just I've withdrawn like a lot. Yeah. I mean, really, besides releasing this podcast pretty consistently, like I've withdrawn. Right. It's just so much, so much hate. Not enough empathy. Just, you know. It, it sucks, yeah, <laughs> it sucks, and like, and the thing that I know about social media I mean there's you know there's all these documentaries that everybody should go watch, now, what was that one the social social dilemma uh, but there's there's a couple others, but I mean like it's you know the one thing that I know about so, social media is that you know it continu- it continues to feed you what you want to see, yeah, right, right, so I mean, if you're observing uh content that is specifically you know that of extreme conservative mm-hmm. then that's all that's you're going to see and you're not going to see the other perspective and cuz they all their their goal is just to keep you on the platform keep you on the platform right. keep you on the platform feed you ads feed you ads feed you you know and and it's just that right and so like these where there was a lot of crossover you, know, you had your 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 blue and your red mm. right there's a lot of crossover now because of social media it's really getting separated you see these two these two hills like really pulling apart and that's just unfortunate man yeah it's it just is. unfortunate because I, what i've discovered is that by having more conversations with people and being like you know i don't agree with you on that <laughs> but i see your perspective and I see like where you're coming from, and and I still love you and I still respect you, right. and that, that's kind of where I'm hoping that we can go with this show, right? Um, you know, and, and and who knows? Like, I mean, I, I guess time, time time will tell, right? But these yeah. these are the things that are being discussed in the community. Like, I'm. I'm rebellious by nature. <laughs> I'm a risk taker by nature. As an entrepreneur, I'm kind of like ah, like I mean, when this whole when everything started coming out, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yep, cool, you do you. I'm gonna take my chances, right. <laughs> you know. And I like I tell everybody, I'm like, you know what? I've been on the showroom floor ever since I had to be. Right. I mean, since when did we really? I mean, it was like May, June, no, June of 2020. I was like, as soon as we had, we had a couple months of like shutdown. Then I got back on the showroom floor in like June of 2020, and like. And then I've been working on the shirt before. I've been around college students, right. day in, day out, no mask. And and I'm not saying like I'm immune or anything, but I'm just, but I'm saying I, I've been fine, right? And you know I'm willing to take that risk I like I got to show up and work because I got to provide for my family. I, I I've I've told so many people I'm like, you know, as hard as this year and a half has been as an entrepreneur, like I've gone through hell, like gone to hell and back as an entrepreneur, right? I'm so grateful to be an entrepreneur right now because I would hate for somebody to be able to dictate to me or tell me that I have to do something in order to keep my job. Right. And I'm, so I'm definitely, you know, I've been just you know, praising Jesus, like, Lord, thank you. Like, this has been super tough, but I'm grateful that I get to make the decisions. I'm not gonna force anybody here to do something that they don't want to. In fact, like, even with the mask, you know, I'm from the mask standpoint, like, I've used a lot of common sense, mm-hmm. you know? This is what I told my team, I'm like, guys, so the city of Gainesville has put out this mask mandate. I, I watch you, <laughs> I watch you. They're changing, o- they're mechanics. Right. They're changing oil. They're spraying toxic chemicals on scooters. You know, and they, get, they have their gloves on, right? And they get all this grease and grime and all, all sorts of stuff on their gloves. And then I see them touch their mask and it you know, falls below their nose. And what do they do? They grab it yep. and they pick it up above their nose. And they take these masks off and they're black. And they're, they're like, the masks are black. And I'm like, breathing that in all day cannot be healthy. You know, so what do I do? I'm like, hey, you guys are 20 feet apart back here. I mean, they got so much space in this warehouse. I'm like, if you you want to not wear a mask, fine. If you're gonna wear a mask, no problem. Do you. Do what makes you feel the safest and most comfortable. No judgment from me, right? And I don't know. I just, like, we've definitely lost that. Like, there's not enough of this having the ability to, to choose anymore. Right. So, I don't know. I get a little fiery there at the end, <laughs> but but I but I am I'm a big proponent of like do do what's best for you, man. Do what's yeah. best for you. Yeah, and, like and I, I, that's how the fire they, service is. You know, people yeah. have told me like they're like, yeah, like I'm vaccinated, cool. Like I'm yeah. happy for you,
1: right? Like if you if you're
0: at peace because of it, great.
1: Yep. You know, I mean, uh, my my father's stage four uh, colon cancer. You know, um, you know, same same deal. You know, he's like, hey, should I get should I get vaccinated? He's you know, he's one of them. Hey, you don't you're not going to tell me what to do, type of people. Um, and I told him I was like, "Yeah, you should, you should, you should." Not not because I'm, I, I not because I I know it's not gonna stop me from giving it to you or or the kids or something like that. Um, but it's it's if it helps his symptoms, which it seems like there is there is some there's a, enough uh, evidence on that. Then yeah, get it, get it, get it for you. If it makes you feel feel safer, feel better, get it, man. That's that's. That's perfectly fine. Uh, my mother's the same way, you know. She, she has some heart conditions. She, she becomes uh, uh, somewhere somebody who's who's in that statistic, you know. So she went and got it. There's you know nothing wrong with that. Um, I monitored monitored them both uh, very closely whenever they did it, you know, to make sure you know, kept checking on to make sure everything's good, um, you know, so far. And and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not going to hold that against them. And I'm glad that they did it for where they're at. Um, but I, I'm healthy as can be. Um, you know, that's that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on uh, at our fire department and and uh, we're, we're we're a lot of healthy people. Um, and I believe that my immune system uh, after all these years of being around the worst stuff that you can be around uh, for the last 26 years, I'm I'm good to go. You yeah. Know? Um, I'm pretty sure I can handle whatever whatever's that's coming at me and if not, hey, I'll go get treated. You know, and if, if it goes the other way, offset, and I fall into the statistic, yes, that's the way it goes sometimes. I can't, I, I mean, I can't run around trying to be, trying to be safe in a world that's inherently dangerous. It's not going to, I mean, I'm, I'm, I might as well not even leave the house and that becomes dangerous.
0: Does it bother you that people have, would have like this, I told you so mentality? Like, uh, you it's human, should, should human, nature, done it. human nature, man.
1: Human nature is always going to be there no matter what you do. No matter what topic you're talking about, that's, that's always going to be there. Yeah, always. I mean, that's that's we'll, we'll never get away from that. Yeah. Um, but just because you say that doesn't mean you're right. So um, some sometimes um, sometimes th- things aren't aren't just black and white and, and right or wrong. Uh, sometimes it's it's a uh, what might be right for you is not right for this or for that person. Um, so you know si- situations are are dependent on on what what's actually right and what that per- person feels is morally right. Um, and for me, that's kind of where I was at. I was at a, this is not morally right to me. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of people. Uh, I think a lot of people have reached that that point of where they were, you know, they were exploring, they were trying to decide what was best for them, and then, you know, you start hearing the word mandate. You start you start hearing. And this, I know we talked about it a few minutes ago, right? But I think that that's been that's been a big factor for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, well, you know, no. Right. Like you're, not, you're not gonna tell me what to do. And, and and like you said, like people are choosing that this is the hill that they're gonna die on. Yeah. Like you're like you're not gonna pin them to the ground and inject their <laughs> their right. arm. <laughs> right. Right? Like they're just not gonna let it happen. Right. And this like uh, this dream that, you know, Bi- the Biden administration has of like, I think they said 98% of people vaccinated. It's just not gonna happen. Not unless you are like walking around and like physically forcing it into people's
1: Ninety 98 even a better number. I mean, I've heard 100% from a lot of, lot of people. That, hey, everybody has to be 100%. You're never gonna get 100% of anything, no matter what it is. You can throw anything you want out there. You're never gonna get 100% of anything. Um, you know, you can give you, I mean, I've been in classes where the teacher sat right out there and gave you every answer to all 25 questions of the quiz. And then you went and took the quiz, and not everybody got a hundred. <laughs> so I mean, it just is—it's it, it's almost impossible to get nowadays. To where you're not going to get a hundred percent of anything. Where you're setting yourself up for failure when you, if you try to put something out like that. Um, so you have to be. Which one good thing in in our our stand and our discussions that that they realized is that hey, maybe a hundred percent, maybe that's a little too far. Maybe we need to be about 70, 75 percent, maybe eighty. Maybe eighty is a good mark. Um, and well, so That's the thing that everybody keeps talking about,
0: like. I keep hearing the term like they keep moving the goalposts. They keep moving the goalposts, right? It's like I mean I feel like seventy percent is what I heard when it first started coming out. And like I know like a lot of people, a lot of a lot of friends of mine are like, "Oh man, like I'm so glad that this vaccine's coming out," you know, because the people who want to get it can get it, and they'll they'll feel they'll feel safe, and everything will be fine, and we can all go back to normal, right? And, and here we are. It's not. It's in not. October. Like the furthest thing from normal right. I can imagine.
1: Right. It's because this is the the most, the most we don't know about something that we keep saying we that we know everything about. Um, it's it's funny because they tell you, oh well, you got to do it because we don't know enough about it. But then when you say, well, I don't want it, then they're like, well, you need to get it because we know we know a lot about it. And it's like, well, well, which which one are we, you know? we're we're confused in ourselves just we pick whichever is helping whatever statement we're making at that time yeah. and uh you know uh, like i said when when things are things are like that I, I like to sit back and take things in you know and like i said i'm i'm not anti anti-vaccine on it on, on anything um you know but i'm i'm not in a rush either right
0: thanks for coming on the show man
1: i appreciate you thanks, man. thanks yeah. for having me.
0: thanks thanks for talking i know this is Uh, specifically your point of view that you're not necessarily representing anybody out there. And uh, you know, but still it's, you know, it's great to hear your point of view. And um, you know, and and before we wrap up, I'll just put this out there. Like if you work for the city or if you're a leader with a different viewpoint and would like to come on and discuss it, like reach out to me. Uh, My email is Colin at whoagnv.com. and, and I think we just got to keep the discussion going. You know, I think we, we got to hear the various viewpoints. We got to realize that Bubba's a great guy. And then we got to realize that whoever uh, wants to mandate the vaccine within the organization is probably also a really great person. <laughs> yep. And they have their reasons for doing it. And we just need to hear it. We need to understand it. We need to have more empathy for each other. We need to, like, get to know our neighbors, you guys, and, and realize that, again, it might not be what I would have done, or it might it might not be my viewpoint, but I can still love you and still respect you, uh, and that's really where I want to go with this. Don't let the Facebook comments or Instagram stories, the comments and DMs, be the only place you're talking about these things. I'm a big per- like when it comes to for me personally, like I'm going to my my inner circle, right? I'm talking to my per- close friends, to my family, and I'm saying, hey, I saw this. What well, like what are your, what are your thoughts on this? What's your perspective on this? Like, get out of the the hate that happens in social media. Thanks, man. Not a problem. <laughs> thanks for coming on. And thanks to the team that makes this possible. You know, we got James Leitner who puts on this beautiful production and Sarah Lintz. <laughs> lean over here lean over here and say hi, Sarah. <laughs> Hello <laughs> We got Trinity here tonight. Yeah. Alright, this one. <laughs> so we got Trinity, Gianna, and Noah, our interns who have been a huge help. And you guys Thanks so much for listening. This is the WHOA GNV Podcast. The podcast bringing businesses and individuals that make you go whoa. Give us your best whoa. Whoa. We'll see you later. Bye.